and welcome to Career Center. I'm Kimberly White, Executive Director of the Community Career Center, a resource center located in Naperville, providing job search and professional growth support to its clients. Joining me today is Executive Coach Virginia McLaughlin to share the value of networking and how it has been instrumental in her career journey and success. Virginia, welcome. Hello, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I have the privilege of knowing you as a volunteer at our center, and I know that you give a wonderful um, advice to our clients, so I'm excited to have you here today. Yeah, thank you. Um, before we kind of delve into all of this, share a little bit about yourself. I know you've had an interesting career journey, and I'd love uh, for our audience to hear about that. Yeah. I, I may be a poster child for somebody who has a very um, complex kind of career where I started in one place and ended up in a completely different place. Mm. So um, yeah, it's, it's been interesting. It's been a great career. I yeah. started I started as a French teacher. French I got teacher. out of oui, yes. oui. Yeah, ex exactement. <laughs> oui. um, précisément. Um, I got a degree in French and English with a minor in psychology. Mm and went back and taught at the school that I had gone to high school in. My, um, my, te my French teacher hired me back, which is probably the first networking. Mm. And um, I did, did you even know it was networking back then? Oh, of course not. Yeah. I, I didn't know networking <laughs> until I joined the, the Career Center. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I didn't know what I was doing, right. but as I reflect back on it, that's what, that's what was happening. And um, I was the kind of teacher that, uh, got the kids singing the Marseillaise and and did escargot in the school and, mm. and in the schoolroom and and had the halls smelling like like uh, <laughs> butter and garlic yeah, and sounds yummy. yeah and kids coming out saying Mrs. McLaughlin she had us eating snails do you believe it mm. um, but then they came to me with problems and uh, they you know I was a young teacher and they came mm -hmm. to me with problems and um, so I went back and got a degree in counseling psychology. Okay. And that as a result of the students. Of, of the students, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, then uh, I I uh, came back and counseled for a while, but very shortly after that, I I stopped teaching, and I resigned and to raise my kids. And mm -hmm. I stayed at home for seven years, and mm -hmm. then I had this big gap where I wasn't working at all it's it's like so many of our um, of our people that come mm -hmm. to the career center have mm -hmm. I had this gap and I didn't I, I really didn't know what I wanted to do mm -hmm. I can remember a friend of my husband saying well the trouble with you Virginia is you don't have any any observable skills mm. you know you no visible skills and I thought yeah you know he's right <laughs> and uh, but then somebody I knew who I'd, I'd volunteer I was volunteering somebody I knew who was volunteering was starting a training company and that's how I got into training okay. and that's how I got you know the whole rest of the trajectory of my my career okay. until um, my, my I've retired several times <laughs> <laughs> my last retiring was as a partner in a large consulting firm in uh, New York okay. where I got to design and lead big training leadership development um, programs for leaders in companies like uh, Novartis and oh, wow. and um, Bank yeah. of America and yeah. you know just a, a lot of different things different yeah. places and they were leadership and development and coaching programs mm -hmm. and uh, we did these all over I had a team of other coaches that I worked with and we did them in Bangkok and Budapest and Istanbul oh, wow. and Paris and London and so it was this 
amazing kind of a, yeah. of a career, and and I would never, I would never have been able to do that. I, I still look back and I think, how did that happen? Yeah. But each time along the way, it was somebody who knew me, and, and who brought to. me into this company, and brought me into that company, and brought me into another company. So, it um, just kind of evolves. It, it does. Yeah. It, it evolves, and and so when I. I talked to somebody at the Career Center, mm -hmm. you know, they have no idea what it's yeah, going to be like right. in 10 or 20 years right. for them. Especially but nowadays, because yes, it really does change. Yes, yeah. exactly. So yeah. anyway, that's uh, that's sort of how it, yeah. how it evolved. So I want to go back to when you were a teacher, mm -hmm. and you said the students, they came to you with problems. Mm -hmm. So what part of that um, did you... Um, at, at what point did you say, you know what, I need to go back for counseling, I need to be able to help these kids, yeah. and then how that kind of parlayed into you becoming a consultant and doing yeah. this, yeah. Yeah, it, it really was a, a, a good um, entree into mm -hmm. doing the kind of work I did with leaders mm -hmm. that, that I call it practical psychology. Mm -hmm. and. Um, it, I mean, was they, it one one particular student? Was it just one? You know what? You know the, the, this this is back many decades mm -hmm. before we really talked about kids with yeah. the problems that they mm -hmm. have now in, mm -hmm. in terms of drugs and just some of the mm -hmm. other things the, right, the pressures. Right. But even back then, they had such stress, and they talked to me about college, and they talked to me about family things, mm -hmm. and and sometimes I'd have kids uh, uh, coming over to the house, mm -hmm. you know, and they mm -hmm. they you know just uh, they. Uh, they had all sorts of, of issues, and I, uh -huh. I didn't really feel like I could, um, I had the uh, wherewithal to help them, and that's why I went back okay. to get the degree. Yeah, that, that's good. And okay, and then you also, um, I want to come back to the gap thing, but you yeah. talked about observable skills. What was he specifically saying when he I asked that? him. Yeah. I said, you know, because I had, I had two degrees at mm -hmm. that point. I had teaching experience. Um, but it did, in my mind, it didn't count for anything mm -hmm. after you know six or seven years staying at home. And um, he said, "Well, you know, you don't type, and you don't take shorthand. You know, this is a while ago. <laughs> and uh, you know, and, and so, I remember and, those days. Yeah, yeah. 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 And um, so, and, and and I internalized that. Yeah. Somebody said that to me the other day at the Kerr Center, and I said." Oh no! <laughs> and we talked about the uh, skills needed in in mm -hmm. being at home, mm -hmm. even. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it. Uh, uh, but at that point, I was I, I was volunteering, and uh, you know, this woman said, "Well, could you come and just um, could you could you edit our workbook? Mm -hmm. They just started this training program, mm -hmm. training cr company, and can you edit the uh, workbook?" And I had a a major in English too, and I uh -huh. said sure, and I did that, and I looked through it, and um, then it evolved into me doing some of the training with them, and I, uh -huh. I I learned that I could design programs and keep people interested in mm. in teaching what we were teaching back right. then. We were teaching um, things entirely different, uh -huh. you know, pres presentation skills and that uh -huh. sort of thing. Uh -huh. So, yeah, so good. So. Now I want to talk about the gap, because you mentioned the gap, and that always yeah. comes up, especially with parents who decide to stay home and, and yeah. raise their kids, or you know, taking care of a, a parent, a sick family member. Um, how did you explain your gap? Because you, you said it was a pretty long gap. How did you, how did you explain that? As you, I mean, you went yeah. into, into consulting right after that, so. Yeah, it, I, 
Yes, I did. Consulting, we were calling it training at training, the time, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was really, it, a lot of it was mm -hmm. consulting. Even then we did one-on-one -on -one coaching with mm -hmm. people who were in the sessions. Um, and I, I didn't really have to explain it yeah. back then yeah. because I, I knew the person, she knew um, my background and uh, you know knew mm -hmm. that I was looking to do something it was it was either going down this trajectory or I was going to open an antique store in, in mm -hmm. Naperville mm -hmm. which would have been a completely different pathway yeah, absolutely. I'd probably be Two doing very something. different things. yes yes so so this was a good pathway for me to start right right so um, you now you you continue to work as an executive co coach I do. what similarities do you see being an executive coach in what you do now mm -hmm. and as well as what you do at the center with some of the clients that you mm -hmm. meet with. You know, I, I wasn't when I started with the <coughs> Career Center. I wasn't sure there was going to be a lot of, of um, overlap in mm. what I do, but there's tremendous overlap. Mm. Uh, executive coaching is a lot about listening to people mm -hmm. and understanding their story, and and I a lot in a lot of the programs, the leadership programs I did, I had to do that very quickly. I had mm -hmm. 20 minutes here and half an hour here and, and mm -hmm. you know 45 minutes here with somebody. And um, so I've learned to do that pretty quickly in these hour programs that we have with uh, with people at the Career Center. Mm -hmm. But it, it's a lot about listening and understanding their stories and, and helping them see um, their strengths. So much of, of what I think needs is needed when you're applying for a job, when you're looking for a job, mm -hmm. is, is confidence building. So mm -hmm. it's helping them see and own their strengths and then to, you know, to plan on what they're going to do next because mm -hmm. I think that's another thing. You know, what do I do next? Mm -hmm. you know, I've sent out these hundred resumes. Well, surely that will yeah. do it for me yeah. and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. So when you're talking to them about confidence building and their strengths, do they, is it easy to, um, uh, correlate those two things together when you're meeting with clients so that they see it? Like what are the, some of the things that you're sharing mm. with them around that? Well, you know, in executive coaching, you have a lot of, you can do a lot of assessments. Mm -hmm. And we often do do yeah. assessments so that, that uh, we have it sort of in black and white and mm -hmm. they can agree or disagree. Yeah, but, but it's there. But it's, it's there, yeah, in black and white. And sometimes we do 360. So this is not only mm. what you think about yourself, but this is what other people think about you. Um, so it's, it's sometimes you have to dig a little bit more mm -hmm. um, with uh, the people who are that we work with at the career center. Mm -hmm. But you you get there. Yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah. You know, you hope so. Yeah. Um, when you have met with when you meet with clients who do speak about um, that gap, how do you um, work with? How do you um, uh, have the? How do you tell them to explain that gap when mm -hmm. they're? Well, I ask them to explain it to me. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes we do uh, mock interviews and mm -hmm. that sort of thing, and I, I, um, and so I ask them to explain it to me. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they'll explain it in, in a very negative way, mm -hmm. and I'll ask them to reframe it. And mm -hmm. I'll, we'll talk about how you frame things. Mm -hmm. So if you frame that as, you know, that gap of staying home with <coughs> your your children, and you know, as the most important thing that I could do at that particular right. time in my life right. and these are the things I've learned and this is what I'm going you know I want to apply yeah. all that to then it's a different story it's a different Versus, frame oh my gosh I, you know yeah yeah bottles and diapers yeah, all day. now I have yeah. no visible skills yeah you know, yeah no yeah. that's good and then storytelling is very yes, important absolutely. in all of this absolutely I think people who have a big gap feel like they don't have as many good stories mm -hmm. people who've been employed feel like they have a lot of stories mm -hmm. um, 
but absolutely, you know, we can. What was the hard? What was the hardest thing about um, about this time that you know you've been off, or what have you? You know, what was the most interesting thing you did during mm -hmm. that time that you think you can apply to the next thing? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think the stories are really. That's mm -hmm. a good point. Is it? Um, how, how do you? Are most of the clients that you're seeing when they're, you know, re-entering the workforce, are they looking to? Um, come in kind of where they were, maybe at a higher level, or most people just no. kind of looking to go in and um, yeah. kind of get their feet wet again and then start moving up. Like, yeah. what's your advice there? Yeah. Um, y you know, the thing that I love about, about the work we do, in, which is, is new to me, I mm -hmm. mean, the whole career thing is, mm -hmm. is kind of new to me, okay. but you get such a, a diverse group uh -huh. of, of people and, and situations and so every time somebody comes into you it's something different so uh -huh. it could be somebody today I had somebody who had was employed and is looking for something else uh -huh. um, I've had people who've been out for six months who've uh -huh. been out for two years uh -huh. um, yeah it, it, it's 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 all different and, and it really is about letting them tell you what Listening what is to going their on? Story, yeah. Right? yeah. What, what's going on for them? What are they looking to do? And, and then helping them figure out sort of what to do next. Mm -hmm. And those similarities are there between uh, coaching at mm -hmm. the center as well mm -hmm. as your executive mm -hmm. coaching. Yeah. Um, similar but, similar skills, different situation. The mm -hmm. people I coach, executive coaching, they have jobs and often have big, challenging. Mm -hmm sometimes awful mm -hmm. <laughs> jobs yeah and um, so you know it, it and and these people are people who in the center are, are looking for something looking yeah. for the next thing all right let's take a break up next more career coaching advice from executive coach Virginia McLaughlin we'll be right back after these public service announcements They call me Prince like I'm royalty or something. But the places I've lived ain't no palaces. So I don't need grilled salmon or a new scratching post. Just give me a cardboard box and a can of tuna and we're good. You can even change my name. I'm cool being the kitty formerly known as Prince. The scan, a simple procedure whose mission is to detect lung cancer early. I'm here to save you. But I feel fine. That's great, but you may still be at high risk for lung cancer. Oh man, that's a new fence. If you smoke, early detection could save your life. Learn more at savedbythescan.org. Welcome back to Career Center. I am Kimberly White with Executive Coach Virginia McLaughlin to talk about leadership and executive coaching and all that fun stuff. Ooh, so, okay. I yeah. So, I mean, I, like I mentioned earlier, you've been doing a great job with clients at the center, and um, and I know what you what you do outside is really work with executives in um, that are currently working or could possibly be in mm -hmm. transition. And I know those those um, the tips and things that you share really go across the board. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about just leadership and how that applies to job search and, and leadership in general in the workplace. Hmm. Um, 
What are your thoughts? Um, you know, I, I, I've heard recently that, you know, when you're in a job search, you don't need to worry about leadership, but you really do. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. 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 yeah it, it, there, there's there's something called self leadership, and that's a big that's mm -hmm. a big piece mm -hmm. piece of of all leadership. Mm -hmm. You know the um, self leadership. Self that. Uh, um, understanding yourself, mm -hmm. knowing yourself, mm -hmm. knowing knowing what you're uh, good at, mm -hmm. knowing um, what your values are, mm -hmm. what your what's important to you, um, having a, a focus or a direction you're going. Mm -hmm. All of that is mm -hmm. important as a leader. Mm -hmm. I, I when I'm working with leaders, I'm often talking to them about. Um, so what what are your priorities? What are your values? What's mm -hmm. your mission? Where what's your purpose? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's that's true for for yeah. people looking for a job, you know, for a, a career. Yeah. You know, if someone's not forward. able to define that, is that when you suggest assessments? And let's Could talk be. about. Could be. Yeah. So you know, sometimes I'll give them a list of questions mm -hmm. to to answer and and. Uh, they and then we'll talk about them and, and then I'll make suggestions from what I hear. Uh -huh. uh, a, a lot of it is focus because it's really hard to focus your leadership when you're leading a big team and some of the people that I work with I have hundreds of people who ultimately maybe even uh -huh. more than that uh, working for them and for them to be able to set direction they really have to n have a focus. Uh -huh. They have to they have to know where they're going and, mm -hmm. and what what's uh, where they want the organization to go, where they want their team to go, mm -hmm. and um, and and so it's uh, that that's really a key word mm -hmm. for them: focus and clarity. Focus and clarity. Yeah. And you mentioned that sometimes you will do these um, assessments, and sometimes you get a little pushback. So, oh, yeah. what, <laughs> how, how do you handle that in, in, when you're in that situation? Because, like you said, it's in black and white. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how do you get um, you know a, a leader to understand like this is real? Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. yeah. um, some people don't. Mm -hmm. You know, some people you know kind of block it out. Mm -hmm. Not many, but um, some people do. Um, some people pick the pieces that they want mm -hmm. to look at. Um, but uh, generally, you know, if, you, if I ask them, so how does that show up? Um, where does that, you know, where does that get in your way? There's one assessment that we use that's called a derailer assessment. Derailer? Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. And it, uh, it, it, it's one of my favorite ones because it has the, the research behind it is, is, is very intense and it has 11 areas that start out as strengths and can derail a career, mm. derail results, derail re relationships. And um, that's a hard one for people to see because mm. sometimes they, they're, they're often things that they see as strengths that, that are working against them in certain circumstances under stress. Mm -hmm. So I'll say, okay, so when you get under stress, how does that show up? Mm -hmm. um, that's that's often where um, people will say, "Oh yeah, he's really good, but mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. she's really good, but she's kind of scattered, or he's really good, but he has a temper, mm -hmm. or um, those kinds of things." Mm -hmm. How do you, uh, when you're going through this, how do you? Um, when people are you know putting it off on someone else, how do you kind of rein that back in and say, "No, let's look at." You like you're the reason why we're here today, or yeah. yeah. How do you do that? Um, you just do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I would just imagine that when yeah. you're, you know, when you're at a yeah. certain level, it's just yeah. harder to kind of yeah. 
get people to focus right yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah. There, there has to be a. I, I never take a coaching engagement unless there's chemistry. Unless I, I okay. the person's met me and they feel like they, I get a sense that they mm -hmm. trust me and I like them. Mm -hmm. So if it's not, if there isn't that chemistry, usually they go someplace else yeah. or um, it just, you know, it doesn't, it yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah. So there's a level of trust there, and so. Um, that it, it like in the, at the center, you have to d develop that trust and mm -hmm. that chemistry really fast because you yeah. only have a, a certain amount of time. Um, but um, then it's then it's easier mm -hmm. to to be able to say no. I, I, I've. I'm trying to think if there's anybody that I've coached. There's one person I can think of that I coached uh, n a number of years ago that just I I couldn't. Get her to mm -hmm. come around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but for the most usually, part, they yeah. Do. yeah. So when, at, at what point would would somebody reach out to you? Is it because you know someone in, above them has suggested that they reach out yeah. to an executive coach, Gen or generally, do people kind of? sometimes say, you know what, I think I need someone. And then do they keep you long term? Or? Mm -mm. No? Um, I, some, some coaches do. Mm -hmm. the, the way I work is that I, I coach for six months. I, okay. you know, I set up a contract with mm -hmm. them for six months. Mm -hmm. And usually it comes from the organization. Usually, okay. and not always, but usually it comes from somebody in HR or their superior that says, you know, we're, we're moving into this this area or mm -hmm. we're moving you into this job and I think it'd be really useful for you to have somebody to talk to mm -hmm. and then they'll they'll call me mm -hmm. the the head of HR or whatever will call me and say this is the situation would you be interested mm -hmm. and I'll say generally I say yes mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, um, and then I talk to the person I and understand. sometimes I talk to them and I say, you know, it sounds to me like you need a coach with this experience. Okay. And, and that isn't really where, mm -hmm. where I, I have a great deal of expertise. Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, I'll, sometimes they'll be in different parts of the world or, or the U.S. And, and I'll say, you know, it sounds to me like you need, it would be really useful for you to have somebody right there mm -hmm. for you. So, yeah. Um, so most of it is in person, but you do things over the phone. Yeah, I, I do do. Things yeah, and, and more and more, I traveling. do them over the phone yeah. or Skype or yeah. FaceTime or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Do you um, find that? Um, I mean, you know, I, you, you always hear it's lonely at the top, right? So typically, you're dealing with more senior people. Mm -hmm. um, it is lonely. Yeah. At the top. Yeah. <laughs> How? You know. You know. Is it? Are you just? Some, are you just talking um, career stuff? Sometimes it says it veer off of that from that do you get yeah does it become personal sometimes yeah. you know as they're dealing because they kind of your whole person yeah yeah, yeah. 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 how yeah. does that um, I'm not a life coach okay so and I tell them that okay you know but but sure we talk about family we talk about um, what they that how that yeah. relates mm -hmm. um, it even in the what I call fast cycle coaching, which is when I'm coaching in a leadership program, um, I will find out things like, you know, somebody is coming to this big job and they have a spouse or a partner at home that has a terminal disease. Mm. And, or they'll have a child that you know, has, has real problems or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I sometimes think, how does that person come to work every day and do yeah. their job when they've yeah. got that? So, so yeah, we'll, we'll go there. Mm -hmm. um, but, Sometimes uh, it's needed. I mean, it's part of it's their day-to-day. Part, day. Yeah, it's you know, we're, yeah. we're all human. Yeah. And leadership is really, really hard. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's the one thing that I've learned over all these years of, of working with 
uh, different leaders is that it's not an easy thing and mm -hmm. we always think oh you know that's so that's where you want to be <coughs> mm -hmm. it's tough yeah and why why is that what are some things um, you can share around that it's it's tough because it is lonely mm -hmm. you don't have a lot of um, of people that you can go to that that you really trust that you can if you're struggling with something mm -hmm. if you're struggling with a decision if you have to let somebody go if you have to close a department if you have to um, if, if you're not getting the support you need mm -hmm. um, it's uh, and, and and everybody has weaknesses mm -hmm. you know we all have things that we think mm -hmm. um, we don't do as well or we're really arrogant and think we can do everything and we don't understand yeah. why everybody else doesn't think we're so wonderful right so you know it is do you find that more often than not <laughs> no i don't <laughs> that's I really, good you that's know good. i find that every once in a while yeah. every once in a while but yeah. uh, not very often yeah and um, i think it's good for you know clients to see that um you know leaders because i think we all have in our mind like what what it's what it must be like to be yeah. that person if i could only be the boss yeah. you, know, you know if why don't they do yeah. x yeah yeah, yeah. I, I can't imagine that it i yeah there are jobs i definitely would not ever want to do oh so. no <laughs> I, I i don't know as though i'd like to do any of the jobs of the yeah. people i coach yeah because yeah. it's it's yeah. a lot so leaders when we talk about leaders um you know i know oftentimes some people don't see themselves as leaders no that's true yeah that's true but everyone really yeah. Yes. They have All some, they possess some sort of leadership yeah. skills. Yeah. So yeah. Moms, if you're a mom at home, you're using leadership skills. Mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're the most important leadership mm -hmm. skills. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really important for clients to, to recognize to, to that. Recognize to not think that, that you're not yeah. a leader. There's something there. Yeah. Yeah. And and that you have influence. Mm -hmm. You can in. You have a lot of influence in that interview. You have a lot of influence in how you approach the the job search. You have a, a leadership opportunity in those workshops that mm -hmm. we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, they just have to. Yeah. see themselves but we, do, at but we don't see ourselves yeah. as leaders yeah. well that's where it comes you know when you mentioned earlier about um, uh, making people kind of recognize their strengths and mm -hmm. what they bring mm -hmm. and their confidence and you building up confidence and all of that that's where all that comes mm -hmm. into play I would imagine mm -hmm. um, let's talk a little bit about just leadership advice what is some um, what's mm -hmm. your best you know one or two pieces? <laughs> my, best, my best advice yeah. um, one thing I often find I'm telling people is focus, clarity, and brevity. Oh, I like that. You didn't um, say brevity at first. But no, I, like I didn't. Focus but and yeah, clarity, focus, yeah, clarity, brevity. and brevity. Okay. I, I've never had anybody say, "Oh, I wish my boss would just talk more." Yeah. Could he just spend a little more time telling us yeah. what you know? No, it, it's 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 it. Brevity is important. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, there. There's a book out that I think is really good. It's written by uh, three people that I've worked with, good friends. They actually. Um, it's called Head, Heart, and Guts. Head, Heart, and Head, Guts. Ha okay. Head, Heart, and Guts. Um, being a whole leader. Oh. And okay. what their what their premise is is that. Up until, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, mm -hmm. companies, if you look back, were really hiring head leaders. They were smart. They were the smartest people in the world. They went to Yale. Mm -hmm. They went to Harvard. You know, mm -hmm. they, and, um, but we're finding with so much change happening in the world and the amount of ambiguity and diversity and, mm -hmm. and, and uh, challenges that are happening mm -hmm. that 
there's also a need for heart, mm -hmm. you know, understanding people, emotional intelligence, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. guts, you mm -hmm. know, being able to, to, to make the tough decisions and having courage and knowing your values. And, mm -hmm. and um, so sometimes I'll, I'll use that as a frame mm. to, to talk to people because yeah. you can get really caught up in saying, well, but I'm so smart, yeah. you know, and I know everything. Yeah. And uh, um, there's other aspects to being really a, yeah. a, a balanced leader. Yeah. Sounds like we need to highlight that book. Heart, head, head, heart, heart, and head, guts. Head, heart, I want to make sure that yeah. we do that. Um, as we wrap up, mm. I want to thank you. Oh, You've just you're welcome. Been, um, it's been fun. Yeah, it's been great, and um, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing um, your advice to our viewing audience. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And to our television audience, if you are in job transition or looking for job search support, visit the Community Career Center at 1815 West Dill Road, Suite 900 in Naperville, or search us on the web at communitycareercenter.org. Thanks so much for watching.